Hey friends, uh, Brian here. Just want to apologize in advance. We had an issue with voice meter where the audio got all robotic for a second. I had to reinitialize voice meter, which killed my local recording. So I had to pull the audio from YouTube for this episode. So it doesn't sound as good as it usually does, but uh, hopefully you still enjoy it. And thank you for listening. But here on the very rim of known space, Justice is a long way away. Still got to get that figured out so you guys can hear that too, because that'll make it easier for everyone. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Space Game Junkie Podcast. I, as always, am your co-host, Brian, and joining me, as always, is your co-host, Spaz. Hello. Your co-host, Julie. Hello, everyone. Your co-host, Thorsten. Hello. And your co-host, Jacob. Red 2 standing by. <laughs> nice. Well done. I Take a it. short one today. <laughs> no, it's fine. I uh, missed the song. Do a song again. <laughs> <laughs> do the Polish one. Do the Polish national anthem. I don't know it, so I want to hear it. Um, <laughs> hello, everyone. Happy Wednesday. It is the last Wednesday of 2021, and usually what we do for those shows... Uh, for the last one of the year is take a look back uh, retrospective if you will it's kind of it's kind of a mix of retrospective kind of a mix of award show um even though there aren't any like physical awards or anything uh and not in the budget <laughs> budget we have a budget uh <laughs> yeah, exactly but, that's why they don't need that we don't have one <laughs> But uh, 2000, I, I, I do want to say one thing before we get rolling, and that is 2001 was kind of a difficult year for the uh, podcast here. We lost two foundational members, really. We lost uh, Jim. You mean 2000, 2021, not 2001. Oh, did I say that? Um, yes. Okay, 2021. Thank you. Um, yeah, we lost two of our co-hosts. Uh, in this earlier this year, and we had to go on hiatus to 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 uh to bring some new blood on. And I have to say, I want to. I am so thankful for the three of you, Julie Thorsten and Jacob, for agreeing to come on. Uh, you've really helped revitalize this show in a lot of ways, and you bring a lot to it. And we're just so happy to have you here. So I just wanted to say thank you for helping make. 2021 uh go out on a higher note than it might have otherwise so. you're saying that like i required any convincing <laughs> well i know but i i still really appreciate it so i just wanted to say that publicly because i mean when when the other two left it was like okay what the hell do we do now can't just be spaz and i <laughs> we've done podcasts with just the two of us but that's when we had a guest yeah and- uh, that's then we have a guest just the two of us it for a while it was just two, me and Jim for a while and that wasn't that great so that's why we started bringing in more people um, so yeah going from four to five has definitely been a trip so thank you guys uh, now friends we want to start uh, this award show with um, a presumptive award we are going to give out uh, and this was Julie's idea but I love it so I'm stealing it um we're going to give out the most disappointing games of the decade award today. The decade, the decade as in the 2020s. 
Uh, we are so post. So what? How do you say something coming up? Like instead, of, like when someone is, it's past, it's posthumously. So is it presumptively? Is that what you're? Is that how you say it? Um, uh, preemptively. Preemptively. Okay. We are giving the preemptive most disappointing games of the 2020s to both Elite Dangerous and Star Citizen because we feel not only were they the most disappointing games of the last decade, they will continue to be the most disappointing games of this coming decade uh, going forward because they have no idea what the fuck they're doing. Presumatively. (laughs) (laughs) Works for us. Works for us. (laughs) Presumatively. Worst games of the decade we are giving in advance to both Elite Dangerous and Starsis, and because, let's be honest. <laughs> to exactly zero objections from the crowd. Yeah, let's be honest. We don't even know if Star Citizen is even going to get to 1.0 in this decade. It probably won't, if it ever does. And Elite, like, what are they going to do next? Like... They gave us space legs. No one wanted that. So what are they going to give us next that we don't want? I don't know. Don't care. Um, People are making their own games based on what they want from Elite. They're taking what they want from Elite and making their own games out of it. That should tell you something. And they're doing it better because that means the games have actual focus. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Right. I just wanted to uh, pipe in here and say why I'm so incredibly disappointed with Star Citizen, aside from the fact that it, it would be nice to play it sometime before I died, let alone retired, <laughs> but I don't think that opportunity is ever going but to... But Julie, you can play it today, and it yeah. has it has stuff in it today that can annoy you. <laughs> you don't now, have to I wait will... until it's released to annoy you. you can play See, it. Now, I will get... <laughs> Star Citizen credit, they are making progress with a lot of asterisks there in that they are adding stuff. Stuff that actually makes the game more enjoyable. The problem is the problem is the crippling scalp creep that w- that is inevitably uh, th- that has settled in that will inevitably lead to the game basically being in limbo because they don't know where they're going with this. I, I will add at this point that one of the long-running jokes we've had on this podcast is that they included procedural eggs. That every egg cooked would be procedurally generated, as if that was something that mattered to anyone. <laughs> See, I have a whole other reason for despising this game as well. And this is, uh, when it first was advertised, and I said, wow, Chris Roberts doing a game, and it's going to be like everything Eve I wanted out of Eve Online and not any of the bad stuff. Oh, you sweet and summer child. <laughs> I drank not just one, but several pictures of the Kool-Aid. I talked about it in glowing terms on the other podcast I host, and uh, I convinced some of our listeners to play it, including one who spent $6,000 on it. And I said, oh, oh my God. It's oh. like, yeah. Oh, no. So I, I feel like I want to slap Chris Roberts, like bring one up from the floor. <laughs> and uh, 
so that's another reason why it's got my vote for worst game of the decade, aside from the fact that, you know, he keeps asking for more and more and more and more and more and more. And but people like, keep giving him more. That's years. the thing. The, the people keep giving him more. That's the problem. They keep like it, falling for it. And a lot of times all he's selling is, you know, not even an NFT. He's just selling like some a picture of a spaceship in some cases. Oh, uh, my favorite thing, and we'll we'll move on after this. My favorite thing has been the hardware uh tie-ins he's they've claimed to be doing. Like they were gonna have a Satec joystick and nothing ever came of that. And they were gonna have like this whole face tracking thing. They used cameras to like put your facial expressions in the game that no one asked for and that they've never talked about since. Like all these they, del- all these distractions. Sort of apparently. What? But yeah, they've sort of added a like like it's called face over IP. They've added it. Does it work? Barely, oh, but they've yes. added it. Oh god, I didn't even know that. But no one wants that. Like, I was just hoping for, like, a new freelancer. That's really all I was hoping for. And Just let us oh. fly the damn ships and do stuff in them. That's what we're, that's what we're paying you the most for. Yeah, if you want to make also, a movie... else? quarter of 42. If you want to make a movie with Gary Oldman and Mark Hamill, go do that. Go, go play director again, or whatever you did for a while. Uh, uh, wing Commander. Yeah, oh. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh. Anyway, um, so now with that out of the way, we're going to get on to better things, my friends. Uh, 2021 was, I don't know. For me, 2021 was kind of a eh, year for gaming. I mean, COVID has affected a lot, but I don't know. This year, to me, didn't really stand out that much in terms of gaming. There were There were a couple of, like, great things but nothing like really really like set the heart on fire so we have a couple of we have a few categories my friends that we're going to go through uh and talk about and the first one we'll start with is what's the most surprising game of 2021 now these aren't games that have to come out in 2021. These are games we just played like for the first time or whatever in 2021 that helps us define, like when we look back at 2021, these are the games we'll think of. So it didn't have to come out this year. Um, you know, we're not that strict. I mean, come on. So uh, Spaz, I'll start with you. We'll go around the table. <laughs> if we had a table, uh, what would you say is your most surprising game of 2021? Uh, well, it's one oh. that came out in November of uh, 2020, and that would be Yakuza Like a Dragon, because I completed it in 2021. So, you know, I'll, that works. Um, yeah, exactly. And and I mean, that was the like re-release outside of Japan. The actual game <sighs> actually came out in like I believe last year in Japan, like the year before that in Japan. So, the numbers yeah. on this are going to be janky anyway. Yeah, but for me, it it is my favorite JRPG of all time. So it's a very hard thing um, to actually get to that point. But yeah, it absolutely hit that mark. Hang tight one second. I got to do a technical thing. Give me one second. Things are happening.
Okay, we should be back. Uh, voice meter got all robotic again. It's been doing that more and more. I think I need to update it. Uh, it's um, it it's I, I I think it's Discord actually. Oh, uh, but it got better. Yeah. Well, once I reinitialized it, once I reinitialized um, blah, 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 uh, voice meter, it went away. So maybe Discord has something to do with it as well. I don't know. Um, but so yeah, I could, so you're the most surprising game. If I could, if I heard, I only heard a, a bit of it, but was Yakuza like a dragon? Was you say? Yes. Cause yeah. It, Cause yeah, it really took the series in a completely new direction. Uh, gameplay wise from the, from the brawler that they had been to this more traditional JRPG thing that just works really well. Like it's, it's amazing. You told me the story about how they started that as a joke. And uh, it effectively started as a joke around the office and it became so popular within that they decided to just make a game out of it. And because they went with a full party as opposed to just a solo setup, it works very, very well for a JRPG for a turn-based game. Yeah, it definitely allows a lot of character too, because not only is it just you, it's several other people now and they're interacting and forming bonds and stuff. Is that the way the direction is that the direction the series is going to go in from now on? Do you think this? So uh, I can <laughs> confirm that that's what's going to happen. Uh, the the Yakuza, the mainline Yakuza games going forward, starting from eight onward, will be uh, focusing on Ichiban and, and oh wow, uh, continuing with the the JRPG gameplay. Well, that's great. The uh, the Judgment spinoff series which has two games in it judgment and lost judgment those will continue with the the brawler combat that the yakuza series oh. has been known for oh that's good so every, everyone gets what they want basically that's nice. and additionally we're going to be getting from what i got a re-releases of the rest of the mainline yakuza series uh before before seven because i believe we're currently up to three and also hopefully we'll get uh we'll get the um uh, sorry, the his- the historical spin-off as well. I don't remember oh, yeah. the name of it, sadly. Yeah, there there's um there's been remasters from zero through three. Four, five, and six, because they were relatively newer, were not remastered yet. And that's just because it came out in the PS4 era. Mm. Xbox. Era. I just so, hope the judgment games come to PC. I just really hope they come to PC at some point. It'd be silly not to. That has been in question. And the main reason why is because the actor who who portrays the the lead, uh, Takami Yagami, is the name of the character. Uh, his his agency is um, well. Let's just say they have some very odd views about how specific things can be done. For example, the actor who portrays Yagami is a formal idol idol singer. So because of that, they didn't allow any sort of karaoke within uh, the Judgment Games because they didn't want anyone taking that footage and then using his likeness to make content out of it. What? Yeah. Because Japanese copyright law is Copyright law over there is very, very strict. Uh, oh. if, the, if the rights holders say you cannot do this, it shuts it down. Completely. Completely, yeah. If there's if they have if there's a if there's a series that's being made, for example, as an adaptation, 
and the author has a disagreement with how things are going and they say, no, you have to stop. It doesn't matter if they are 11 episodes out of 12 in production uh, completed. They have to shut everything down. Because uh, yeah. Uh, yes. Fair use is not a thing. And like the sort of con and like uh, contracts are also not really a thing. I'm not super familiar with it, with Japanese law, unsurprisingly. Uh, but I know that the copyright law is a strict, just night. It, it, it is a parody of itself in some regards. Yeah, yeah. With rights holders, you have to get not just the the agency for the person's likeness, but if the person does any singing, you have to get all the music licenses. You have to get all of these things working in in concert in order to make that work. And yeah, uh, if if anyone along the line says no, it can kill the entire thing. See, imagine if Twitch to if like Twitch copyright was somehow worse. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, that 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 so, should give you an idea. So before it beca- so before it can come to PC ever, that stuff needs to get worked out. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, and and one of the things that the the agency is af- is afraid of is modding. Mm. Because yeah, because they don't want they don't want that's why the the Yakuza games didn't come to PC for a long time is because people were afraid that or the agencies were afraid that uh, people were going to mod in characters and change likenesses. And, and of course, again, that, that goes into the whole fair use thing being not a thing. Then they did and no one cared. So, but yeah, haven't they been successful on PC? Like really successful? They have been very successful. The Kiwani uh, games extremely. Game yeah, yeah. Including with game pass, which uh, the, a couple of the Yakuza games have been on game pass. They're leaving very soon though. Right. But but uh, <laughs> but yeah. Side note about that is that that copyright law is the 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 main reason why we haven't seen the Judgment Games on PC yet. Oh well, I hope uh, we do. That particular agency is is known for being very strict about how they deal with the actors within their uh, within their agency. Mm. Wow, I I just got a whole lesson in Japanese copyright law I was not expecting. Chris in the chat says objection. That's his knowledge of Japanese law, and I'm pretty much where I'm pretty much where he was. <laughs> now, first off, great reference. Second, that's not even that's not even proper. It is part proper Japanese law, and I I I actually am versed in it enough to tell what what is horribly wrong with how uh, Phoenix Wright does things, but that's. Not topic of conversation right now. <laughs> <laughs> but that's Phoenix Wright. Right. That's another yes. thing. Well, good good reference, though. Uh, Julie, what would you say is your most surprising game of the year? Okay. Uh, can I have two? Of course. All right. Well, we, We're not strict first, here about anything, so don't worry about it. Yeah, of course. You can okay. Like My first most surprising game of the year and it's surprising for a special reason. Even though I played all the games, my surprising game of the year is Mass Effect Legendary Edition. And normally when someone says, oh, hi, we're remastering things again, so we can sell it to you again. I say, yeah, right. You and, you know, and I got, and I just, and, and usually I won't have anything to do with it. But this time I said, what? You mean Electronic Arts finally let go of Mass Effect 3 and let it go to Steam? And I know that was first by itself 
in 2020. But, you know, it was on sale just this week for in 2021. And it's like, it's nice to have the whole series all in one place and to be able to give EA origin the old heave-ho because that's the only reason it was still on my computer. And so I said, well, bye-bye, see you later. The other one that I think is my most surprising game of the year, and it's for a different reason, and that's Cyberpunk 2077. And everybody said, man, this is a terrible game. Oh, this is horrible. I played some garbage before, but this is garbage. And I played it, and I said, wow, a game with Keanu Reeves in it? And I said, I, I really love it, aside from, spoiler alert, I'm not spending the rest of eternity, even if it's my character, in a formless void for anybody, even if it is Keanu Reeves. So those are my two surprising games of the year. I, I keep hearing yeah, better. I will, say, I will say I love Cyberpunk 2077. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I guess I'll get it. Fine. I mean, I imagine if you, I'm waiting for a hard enough, for a big enough sale right now, is it actually is actually fifty percent off to potentially like uh, to like maybe get it as a because from what I can gather, at half off, it's a serviceable open world game. Yeah, there's With, a lot to love about it. Honestly, there is. There's there's a lot of world building that's been done. You can make a hilariously overpowered character and go hacking your way through the world uh, without ever firing a shot. I, clearing entire uh, buildings full of enemies without ever firing a shot because you're using either their own weapons against them or hacking them so they commit suicide. I mean, it's very hilarious that you can actually do that, and it works. Plus, it has as the main character someone who has got to be the nicest guy in Hollywood, and that is Keanu Reeves. <laughs> and just as a quick aside once, I saw him once where this woman backed over his classic motorcycle, right? Oh, shit. And and so the press corps is there. He, is, he was in the middle of making the most recent Matrix movie. And they're saying, Keanu, Keanu, somebody just backed over your bike. Somebody just backed over your bike. Just calmly walks up to the woman, says to her, if it starts, I'm good. Tries to start it 10 times, but it starts. And he just said, okay, have a nice day, everybody. And I said, wow. What a great guy. And this is the kind of guy he is. And he's he's the main character. And I said, even if the game was garbage, I'd play it just for Keanu Reeves. I still wouldn't spend forever in a formless void for him. I, I don't know if you guys have seen Always Be My Maybe on Netflix. It's a very charming movie, but he has a cameo in it that is an absolute delight. It's worth, it's almost worth the whole movie. Like the movie is great on its own, but his cameo in that movie playing an outrageous version of himself basically is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I feel kind of out of the conversation because I actually don't care much about him. Mostly because I just don't do the celebrity worship thing in general, less than because I have anything against him specific. That's fair. That's fair. That's totally yeah. fair. Oh, it's not celebrity worship. I got a God that I worship. Thank you. It's just, He's a really nice guy, whereas 
so many people in Hollywood, you know, they, they buy off with their own PR, you know, and, you know, like one particular actor who played Batman and screamed at someone. It turns out he found out the lighting director was just as popular in Hollywood as he is. Uh-huh. But I'm, I am a huge fan of Keanu Reeves, have been since basically Bill and Ted. So, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I, I keep meaning to buy this. I just should do it. Anyway, um, I keep hearing better and better things about it. So maybe it's time. Yeah, on, on console, Cyberpunk had a very bad release. And that's, that's, it was worse than PC because there were a lot of console specific problems that were not on PC. PC played fine for the most part, but it's gotten better since then. And that's why it's, it's reviews have trended higher and higher, especially since there was a big sale last month. And a lot of people bought into it and found that it's not the same game that a lot of us saw at launch. It's a lot better. So they their reviews t- trended to be much <laughs> more positive, a better initial positive impression than a lot of us saw when we bought it at launch. All right, you guys convinced me. <laughs> I'll expect a report on the game later on. Do a do a stream of it. <laughs> oh, there, there's even uh, one little thing to look forward to a a sentient gun that. Oh? Uh, yeah, there's a sentient gun you can find. He he talks to you. Uh, he he can he asks you initially whether or not uh, you want him in uh, non-lethal mode or in lethal mode, and you'll want to well. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it when you actually find him. But, Let's uh, not preempt this too much. Yeah, yeah. There's some fun <laughs> stuff you can do with him, and he's very, very fun. He's he's kind of like Clippy, but as a gun. Oh, okay. Well, y'all. That sounds equal me. parts great and terrifying. Uh, it's funny. It's it's a funny terrifying. Or is he like Badgy? Is he like Badgy from uh, Lower Decks? <laughs> um, kind okay. of. Right. Let's carry on. All right, so um, let's see. So, Thorsten, what would you say is your most surprising game or games of the year? Uh, first, uh, Cyberpunk uh, 2077 was on my list uh, of the bad games from this year. Uh, oh. I had to reconcile this a bit uh, because of the arguments uh, Spass brought, brought up. Uh, I've seen a lot of good things uh, happening to, the, to this game, and... Uh, I'm happy that CD Projekt Red didn't let us down. That's uh, that's great. Uh, they did it better than, than many other than, than many other uh, companies this year. So um, I've got actually three choices for the most surprising games, and that uh, first the first one is uh, Pulsar Lost Colonies. That's maybe the first uh, multiplayer bridge simulator that actually works, in my opinion. Uh, and we had a we had a lot of fun this year uh, playing it. My second choice would be Star Dynasties, mm. which would which came out of nowhere for me, and uh, I had a lot of fun with this one. Really, uh, it's Crusader Kings in space, and uh, I didn't win the game once, 
but I uh, I have uh, immensely fun with it. And my third, third choice would be uh, Spaceborn. I didn't play it much, but I've got really say uh, how much work uh, uh, did get into this game is 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 is, is insane and and. Uh, you have to you have to consider it's a it's a single death, and uh, compared to other larger companies we already mentioned, uh, they should be they should be a bit ashamed uh, if you look at this game. <laughs> oh, so that that say uh, that where my three choices. Yeah, so I I love Spaceborn and its dev so much. I'll never forget. Just a side note, where like. He was he was creating the game. It had piloting. It had combat. And he's like, one day, it's like, oh, by the way, I just added a dynamic economy. Like, <laughs> so- yeah, <laughs> I remember that update too. Yeah, and he did, and it actually is a dynamic exactly, economy. It's exactly said what I mean. I mean. Yeah, and it actually works, and it's actually dynamic. He's like, oh, I just added that. Like, what? <laughs> Oh my god. Uh yeah, folks, if you haven't played Spaceborne and you have any interest in spaceship games, what the hell are you doing? Go get it right now. It's so freaking uh, it's so good. It's yeah, so I guess good. I will. Because I actually don't have it. Oh, go get it. It's so good. Oh, it's out of I, early access. Never mind. I don't have an excuse. Oh, yeah, no, it came out of early access, I think, late last year. I think. Uh in summer, if if I remember correct. Okay, oh, you're probably no, right. No, I have it. Oh, Why good. I have it already. Oh, yay. That's even better. All right, that, let's carry on. Sorry. Yay. So, well, Jacob, let's go to you now. What, what would you say uh, most surprised you in 2021? Most surprised, hard to say, because I'm the sort of person that is very, that, that, uh, is very reserved about getting excited for things. Mm-hmm. But I believe I have a couple of choices. That- oh. What just... Hello? Uh oh. Hello. Okay, so it's not just me. Uh Jacob. My apologies. <laughs> uh I have a very temperamental microphone cable. Uh that doesn't like being bumped into. So uh what I was gonna say is I have a couple of games that are like kind of I, I have like two category subcategories for that. One, uh one which is uh a get like two games that have come out recently, and one game that is actually coming out soon. Uh and that is the category of what do you mean this is getting a sequel? Uh, these games include uh, Half-Life Alex, uh, Mountain Blade Bannerlord, and uh, the apparently soon coming out next year, Stalker 2. <laughs> because for some reason, we live in we live in the in the timeline where apparently all these games that were thought long dead. That were thought like these cult classics that uh, that everyone like forgot that everyone like forgot about and just kind of wish it wish for a sequel that was never going to happen suddenly are getting sequels. Half Life Alex Half Life Alex turned out great. Um, Battle Lord is is still getting updates and it is good. And as for um, and as for uh, well Stalker too. Well, we'll find out. The NFT thing wasn't inspiring, but they rolled it back. So. <laughs> Tells me nothing. I mean, at least it, they listened to the to the blowback on that particular. Thank thing. goodness. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I also have. When it comes to surprising games, I have one game that's worth mentioning, but I feel like I'll save it for later. Uh, because while you mentioned that uh, t- this year wasn't very big for big releases, I disagree for this genre. 
Okay. But I've made the interesting decision of getting into fighting games. Uh, stuff like Street Fighter. Most specifically, I started off with Guilty Gear Strive, which came out, uh, yeah, like uh, this, like in the middle of this year. And it's, well, it, it's hard for me to talk about with people who presumably have very little idea how fighting games operate. This, I'm guessing. I'm guessing. I'm getting no objections to that statement. I but don't know enough for some about, reason. I don't know enough about fighting for games. For some too. reason, alongside that, we got like Tekken Seven. We got Blast Blue. We got uh, basically for some reason, 2021 is the year of the fighting game for reasons that I do not understand. Oh, oh so it was a good year for uh, fighting games. I had another one, uh, another entry in this in this category, and that is Hellish Quad. Have you ever tried it, Jacob? Yes, I own it. It's really oh, good. It's great. It's great. Yeah, as well as a small, as well as a smaller, like category, uh, smaller. Uh, uh, the last game on on that uh, deserving of that particular award is another obscure thing uh, that deserves the award because it's obscure. Armored Commander Two. It's a very simple game, very cheap on Steam. Uh, it is essentially a roguelike about driving and commanding a tank. Oh uh, God, yeah, that game. Whew. It's it's a game that seems tailor-made for exactly uh, me, in the sense that I absolutely adored every second of it and every part of it, and I sunk in some like a lot of hours into it, most likely like twenty hours, which my which by my standard is a lot for a single game. Uh, and I honestly like it came out completely out of nowhere. Like I remember something about there being a prototype that I've never heard of. Uh, like. But it came out on Steam Steam this year. I got it. And it's probably one of the best games I've played this year. Bar none. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's amazing. Got like so much content. It's ridiculous. It, yes. It, it also uh, hates you, but oh, so, well, the you real, know. so the real tanks. That's that's the role that's the roguelike in there. Uh plus also tanks. Tanks hate you too. You're right. <laughs> I've got two honorable mentions that I didn't bring up, but right. uh, but I should mention them because they were very surprising to me and they were very memorable for me. Valheim is one that, uh, well, I'm sure most of the people here have heard of it at least if they haven't played it. Um, there's a lot you can do, base building. There is survival, yeah. And I know Brian isn't really into that at all, but that doesn't matter because... You can play it in a creative mode without having to worry about any of that. But it has a lot going for it. A simple art style, but very functional for what it does. And the gameplay, you can, you can, I've seen people build things like an Enterprise D (laughs) model within the game made mostly out of wood and stone. Hey, it works, right? Uh, You try hard enough. Yeah, exactly. If you try hard enough, and if you're in creative mode, I suppose you can you can build just about anything. Uh, the other one, of course, has to be one that that uh, I know Brian and I played a lot of this year: Sunshine Heavy Industries. Well, I was about to mention that game because that's my most surprising game of 2021. <laughs> yeah, the the writing on it is so good because oh, I so good. I don't like spa- spaceship building. I typically don't like. Build, I just want to fly them. I don't want to build them. 
but something about the way this game handles spaceship building along with its writing and its story just really hooked me. Like, and I was just shocked at just how good that damn thing is. Like and when you were playing crap. it on stream, when you're playing it on stream, that time just flew by. I remember yeah. that the time just flew by for you. The other thing is it's the logistics of it that make it interesting because you have a, a budget to build with to build the, the ship, whatever you're building it for. Uh, Jack, the, the game we're talking about is Sunshine Heavy Industries. So good. Yeah. It's so uh, good. But, but the, the money you have left over from your budget gets used to buy new parts. Mm. Yes, so, yes. So if you learn how to build a very optimized build, even if it doesn't look great, it doesn't matter. It, it's function over form because, well, the more money you have left over, the more parts you can afford. Yeah. And, it's, it's, and you're not having to buy new parts uh, to every time you you use them. You're just unlocking the parts for use in your yeah. shop. It's, it's an amazing mix of puzzle and optimization that just shouldn't work as well as it does, but it does. And it's such a good game. If you guys haven't even, if you guys haven't played that one yet, at least check it out. It is so good. It, 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 uh, it's probably one of the best games I played this year. Yeah. And the writing. Oh, yeah. the writing. It's oh totally- God. Oh God. It's so funny. <laughs> so funny. All right. Let's uh let's change tack and now we'll talk about our most disappointing games of the year. Oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Do you want to start, Jacob? We can we can we can change the order a little bit. You if you want to start. Do you have something on your uh, mind? No, actually, because I want to act because I have be, I have discovered the hack for to never be disappointed in a good in a game, and that is don't get excited for them in the first place. Uh <laughs> so I'd rather someone else start before I because I actually need to come up with an answer for this. That's fine, Spaz. We'll start. We'll 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 go around our usual order. Spaz, I'll start with you. What would you say is your most disappointing game? Ooh, that's a tough call. I know. And there were a lot of good games this year. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't a bad like it was a really good year for gaming. It's just it wasn't like there was nothing like huge or anything, but there was a lot of consistently good releases this year. I mean, like just Loop oh, Hero. There was Sunshine Heavy Industries. Was, wait, was Loop Hero this year? Loop Hero was not yeah. this year. Loop Hero was this. Jesus Christ, how long is this year? Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, my God. Been going in, on for a bit. March. Yeah. March? Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, that seems so far away. Oh my God. Anyway, wow, Loop Hero was this year. I thought it was 2020, man. I, 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 I really, really did. Oh my god! Okay, sorry. Jeremiah, go ahead. I'm going to disagree with you. There are ways that there are ways that every game can be disappointing, but it it it's in you how you choose to be disappointed, what your expectations are, whether or not a game is actually disappointing to you. Guys, if you don't feel if you don't like this cat, we could skip this category if you don't want to. If you, don't. I've got two of them. Oh, all right, all right. Okay, I actually have an example by a bit of a stretch, but yeah, let's carry on. All right. This first one I was looking forward to, and this one actually came out this year, and that's Space Base Startopia. And oh, uh, wow. I yeah. was looking forward to a space station builder, oh. not something that turned me into a virtual person who swept up the garbage all the time. Oh. And I am 
so disappointed with this. The other one is kind of an honorable mention because the last expansion didn't come out and came out on November 23rd, 2020. So it doesn't really qualify, but I feel I have to mention it. And that is World of Warcraft Shadowlands. And the thing is, people will say, well, how do you know it's bad? Did you play it? I said, I played everything but that. And I said, Rob Pardo, who used to be the lead designer, left you a fantastic game. How can you do this crap to his game? So that's my dishonorable mention. But yeah, Space Base Startopia. I was yeah. looking forward to uh, it. So yeah, get rid of the garbage cleaning up part, and I'm still in. I mean, the original had the garbage stuff too, but it was handled much, much better. It wasn't as much of a thing in the original game, if I recall correctly. But it's I, like I, it's like they wanted to add busy work to this one because it wasn't very good, so they wanted to distract you with some stupid busy work. So they're like, let's put in more trash. Let's put in more trash. Uh, I already have to spend a large part of the day cleaning up after my dog and parrot because my parrot <laughs> spends her day throwing her seed at the puppy who likes to eat it. I don't need to do it in my game as well. <laughs> oh, man. Thorsten, do you have an entry as for most disappointing? Yes. Okay. Elite Tetris, obviously. <laughs> Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> Sorry, I've got to mention that, but uh, I don't <sighs> get how Frontier is able to blow this game as it does. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's don't, it's don't don't get me started. Don't get me started. Uh, it's, they it's, just have to write the, the official forum. <laughs> they get a lot of tips, yeah. Uh, they've got uh, examples of, 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 of other games that do it right. Frontier managed to blow a simple thing. It's 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 it's, yeah. it's insane. I, I mean, what it really story. comes down to is that rather than fix the foundational problems that the game has had since the beginning, they'd ra- <laughs> they'd rather keep adding stuff no one asked for in order to right. distract distract us and. It's not distracting us. It's making us more angry and less likely to play the game. And so, uh, I just, I, yeah. So, I, I, I can't blame you on that one. Uh, I loaded a lead up for 10 minutes this year because I got an Oculus. And so, I'm like, oh, well, let's see what this looks like in uh, VR. Wow, this looks great. Oh, yeah, there's nothing here. I'm just going to turn around. And <laughs> <laughs> There's no reason I should play this. I'm just going to turn around now. Um, so yeah, I, I tried, uh, it was I nice. Tried and, several times this year, um, but uh, I can't. I can't get into it again. Oh, I'm sorry, it's man. Really, no. oh, I'm sorry. That sucks. Um. All right, Jacob. Did you think of one? I think you said you had something now. Okay, so I have like one and a half examples. I have a lesser one actually mentioned in chat, and I don't think it's deserving of an award, but it still felt a bit disappointing, less because it's bad and Thorsten just failed. Wait, what? Uh, Oh, well, hopefully he'll come back. Well, I'll continue on. Please Uh, continue, yes. Welcome back. Uh, So, it's Carrier Command 2, but not because it's bad, but because I... uh, 
didn't listen to my own advice and got horrendously overhyped for it. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, the thing, it's not bad by any means. It's a, it's a very solid game and it's uh, by orders of magnitude better than Gaia Mission, partially by default. Uh, <laughs> but it's still rather janky, very slow, and honestly, that's the biggest issue. It's an extremely slow game and it's a bit clunky. It has been improved since release. Uh, quite significantly, uh, mostly in terms of polish. And it's still a good game. It's a game I personally enjoy. It's just not the best thing ever. As for the game that actually disappointed me is... Drumroll, pre... I'll skip the drumroll. The one, the only, Derek Smart's Wild Ride Battle Cruiser Generations. Oh, wait. <laughs> how can, oh, boy. How could that disappoint you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... How did you go into it? I mean, I love you, it. I mean okay, please. I, I, I'm sorry. Please, please. So, <laughs> I was hoping, I, I was hoping for, uh, for, a, for an excellent, uh, like, uh, single player, like, starship management game. Oh. And I got a confusing mess oh. of, uh, a confusing mess of UI elements, outdated design, and <sighs> a develop, and a developer that is apparently way too full of himself. Oh, I, I love Derek. I, 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 I love Derek, but his games are challenging. I'm trying to be nice here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> his, his There's a non-zero chance he'll just show up in chat. In which case, no, I will not take back anything I just said. Derek, I love you, but your games are hard to love. That's that's really the nicest thing I can say. They oh, are very, I, yeah, very hard just, to love. I just came back and did another playthrough of Rebel Galaxy because just give me something, games <laughs> industry, please. <laughs> well, hopefully, Starfleet Two next year. Um, <laughs> And uh, God, I guess you can replay Klingon Academy. I don't know. <laughs> I, I need to play Klingon Academy. I get it because it's not as easy as you make it sound. Oh right. uh, uh, well, no, it's got it's got. There are some fan made. Pa- I can direct you to some fan made patches that get it running right, great. Let's do, on anyway, let's do, um, let's do that later. Yeah, I'm just I'm just saying that. Uh, that yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't want to be mean, but yeah, <laughs> Jeremiah. Uh, Do not bring up that title, I think. Oh, Actually, uh, uh, yes, we have played Chorus Jeremiah. That was, I would call that a disappointment. It wasn't going to be on my list. That wasn't the one I was going to mention, uh, but it's up there. <laughs> I mean, I tried playing Chorus and it was like, um, it's slightly worse like space. I know there, like there are any people. I know there are people who like it. Yeah, they're wrong. No, it's okay. Um, honestly, it's just <laughs> slightly worse ever space too. So it's not, it's not particularly <clears throat> terrible. It's just underwhelming. So my biggest disappointment this year, um, I forgot <clears throat> about this game because that's how boring it was. Is Red Out Space Assault? Um, because oh. I. I loved the red out racing game. That was a great, like F zero wipeout style hover race. It was a great racing game. And they're like, Oh, they're doing a space game. And they released this on rails are horribly Fox, but not as good as uh, remotely as good. Yeah. It just wasn't fun at all. It was like, 
it it was like I I say that there's something I always say there's something worse than being a bad game, and that's being a boring game, like being a forgettable game. Like the bad games you remember, you know, the boring and forgettable games. Clearly, you just like I I had to look at what came out this year to be like, oh yeah, I forgot about that stupid red out game. Um, it was so boring and and ugh. It was just like, what were they thinking? Like, just make Red Out Two. I think they're doing that now. <laughs> just why did you go? Why did you do this? Why? <laughs> it was a waste. Yeah, it, it was unfortunate. It, it was, was very unfortunate. It was a waste of everyone's time. Just a waste of everyone's time. Yeah, it was very unfortunate. That is a good way to put it. That is a very good way to put it. That's uh, it's a shame. Well, nobody sets out to make a bad game. No, of course not. Of course not. Um, but unless it's going to be he- heavily monetized with NFTs, <laughs> that's another. Topic. Unless you're the developer of Kinetic Void, <laughs> then you have to. No I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> oh god, that's a, that's a callback. Who, who the who the that's hell knows? A long callback. That's a long. Yeah, it's, it's a deep cut. It's a deep deep cut. Um, all right, moving on to the next topic: the game you played most in 2021. Spaz, do you have uh, do you have at least one? Oh, the the <laughs> the space game I played most. It doesn't have to be a space game. It could be anything. Well, but well, no, this one is explicitly a space game, though. Okay. It is FTL. Oh. With the multiverse mod that I've been talking about. Oh, you have been talking about that for a little while now. Yes. Interesting. This this mod, the multiverse mod, adds close to two hundred playable ships that you can unlock. And it adds so many new weapons, uh, more events, more races to play with. It's a it's just a huge, huge overhaul, and it is amazing. I I've put over two hundred more hours into FTL this year because of this mod. Wow! Oh my gosh! Damn. <laughs> uh, yeah, put it, why don't you put a link uh, in the stream chat um, so folks can see what you're talking about? Um, because I think I think a lot I think you have mentioned this before, but I think people have also missed it. Thank you. So I've linked its wiki because <clears throat> it gives you information as to where you can download it. it. There's a forum page where you can download the thing. And there's a couple steps that are not that difficult to follow. You just make sure you follow them as, as they are given. And you have to roll back your, your save or your, um, your game state in order to be able to, uh, to get the mod to work. But once you do, you can even run it through steam. And uh, yeah, I, as I said, I put in about 200 more hours this year into FDL because of the mod. I I keep saying I'm gonna try this, but I really do need to try this. Just the 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 whole install thing looks a bit, little bit daunting, but it's, I will. It's not as bad as it seems, honestly. It's not as bad as it seems. I could even talk you through it at some point. Yeah, let's see. I'm looking at a Reddit thing now. Downgrade bad is for Steam. Jeez. Okay. Um, that's it's effectively three major steps to get it to work. 
And there's even an add-on you can put into the mod that allows you to, once you set your difficulty with this add-on, you can it, skip a few steps in in uh, choosing your difficulty. If you want to just play on the same difficulty every time, it, it skips a few clicks going through menus. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Julie, what would you say is your most played game of the year or games? So, you know, you had two categories like this. You had most played space game and most played game. Did two I different most, things for me. Did I have yes. most played space game? I thought I had space yes, game did. of the year. Oh. So do you want me to do one or the other or both? You can do both. I apologize okay. for that. Oh, I did do that. Yeah. Okay, most, you can do both. Yeah. Most played, so in order then, most played game that is not a space game because we have a static group that is, wow, surprise, surprise, held on for over a year now through the entire pandemic. And at first I didn't, wasn't sure I'd enjoy it, but when you got someone to help you through and guide you who really knows what they're doing, Final Fantasy XIV. Wow. You know, it's like you don't have to roll up another character. Just play another another class. A uh, lot of fun. Really enjoying it with a lot of other people. Most played space games. That is a... Uh, that it goes down to one of three games, and the one will have to apologize in advance to Spaz for. And that is, first, No Man's Sky. Really enjoyed that one. Uh, especially... The newest release where you the the uh, you know they have the the episodes that you can do not the episodes the expeditions expeditions thank you and they have I think they call it the frontier where you have your own little village now wow lots of fun the other thing is now I wish it were more interactive and our our little group here used to be more involved in it and I understand why and I won't bring it up, but that was Star Trek online. Always been a Trekkie. That's how sister friends and I, and I met. And, uh, the other thing is the one, I don't know, Spaz doesn't like it, but I really did. And that's X4 foundations. And I played that until I basically destroyed the universe and I'm sorry, universe. Um, oh, I now let me correct you there because I I never said that I didn't like it. Uh, see, I thought you didn't. No, no. Can uh, I take I my apology back? No, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I didn't play much of it, um, but that's because the the X series for me has been uh, a bit too crunchy, like mm. flying a desk. But that doesn't mean it's bad. I don't think that it's bad. I think it's it's uh, along the lines of a not for me <laughs> but not bad see what i like about that first i'd like to thank you for all your help also i went on to the discord the uh, people who made the game have discord and if it wasn't for all that i would have said huh 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 because huh, i didn't play the first or any of the first ones but what i like about this it's like an rts where you can hop in the ship and play the game and uh, i'm kind of sorry in the last playthrough it's like I, I I guess drank the Kool-Aid. They said, would you like to invade the Federation? I said, yeah, that's pretty good. What happened? And then all of a sudden, the whole game is overrun with all these little ships. And I said, uh-oh, shouldn't have done it. But yes, I really enjoyed X4 Foundations because I can fly the ship and I can play 
play the RTS part. Wow, a lot of fun. Uh, I feel kind of bad that I gave you the you guys the um, the same category kind of twice. So we can roll this up into one thing if you want. Spaz, do you have a space game you played most? Well, my, my most played space game would have obviously be uh, between No Man's Sky and FTL because, well, right, okay, you know, yeah, I have, I have about thirteen or fourteen hundred hours total in No Man's Sky Oof. Uh, between PS4 wow. and PC, and much of that was, of course, with with our regular crew uh, here, uh, and I'm already up to three hundred and sixty hours for FTL. Total hours and 200 of that was this year. So if that tells you anything. Uh, yeah. You feel uh, far more focused than I do. Yeah. I, I have a hard time focusing on just one game. That is so not me. Uh, Thorsten, what would you say your most played game space and non-space games were this year? Uh, actually I've got no, no non space games. Okay. That's fine. Uh, but I've got a clear winner in this in this case for me. Uh, that's approaching infinity, especially after I've seen uh, how much was added over the at least in the, in the last uh, few months alone. Oh my god! Uh, yeah. There's so much there's so much stuff, and uh, I really love this game. Yeah, I, I will add that Bob is awesome. Yes, Bob and, is awesome. Uh, Bob yes, definitely. Awesome. He yeah. deserves he deserves all his success. Such a Cinderella story that one. He deserves yes. all of his success. Oh my god, I think and, uh, so happy for Bob. Yeah, and uh, my other picks, my other two picks would be uh, No Man's Sky and, and uh, Star Trek Online, as truly. And uh, No Man's Sky, I, I should should get a, a special a special uh, recommendation uh, for this year, uh, or for its whole development. Uh, oh yeah, another Cinderella story. I, Absolutely. Yeah, if you if you if you uh, that's that's a complete uh, opposite of of of, of the uh, before mentioned aforementioned games, uh, because. Uh, all the meaningful additions uh, to No Man's Sky is uh, is simply great. Is, I can't I can't praise uh, uh, Hello Games enough. It's like most improved game. Yeah, it's it's amazing what they've done. It's yeah. really amazing what they've done. The, the expeditions is like wow! I can couldn't I was so involved in the expeditions part I couldn't pry myself away from the game. Wow, that's wonderful. Yeah. That is wonderful. Uh, Jacob, what about you? What would you say your most played space and or non-space games of the well, year were? For the space game, it's a very, it's a fairly simple one. If we go by hard numbers, Strokes Operative Two. Ah. Not much to say about it. In that, it's just the first game, but better. Um, <laughs> assuming because or if by some miracle you are in the audience and not familiar with Drox Operative Two, after how much we've gushed about it over the past year, what are you Good doing? That uh, you mentioned it. <laughs> Good. Uh, that was that was another game in, on my list, and it should uh, be mentioned. It is basically a brilliant idea of. Uh, it is an inherently brilliant idea of. Basically, you playing what I could best describe as a space Illuminati with a spaceship in the middle of a 4X game. Yeah. That's the best way I could put it. 
Yeah. yeah you're playing well, an ARPG while the AI plays an F4X around you. Yeah. Yes. And you can affect the 4X very directly, and you have certain goals and objectives depending on like what how you want to resolve things. Your end goal is to subjugate the sector under the command of you by whichever means available to you. Uh, however, when it comes to the longest, the game I played the most full stop, uh, well, there's Final Fantasy XIV by a massive bloody margin. <laughs> yeah. Both because I have gotten, I have properly finished uh, the previous expansion, Shadowbringers, and also because Endwalker is out now, and I have more reasons to play it, and there's more stuff to do. Because I needed more stuff to do, apparently. <laughs> there's, there's so much to do in that game. And admittedly, it by technicality fits both categories, because by the strictest technicality with Endwalker, it has become... Uh, Final Fantasy XIV has become a space game. Really? Yes, you go to the moon. (laughs) One of the best things about Final Fantasy XIV is you can do a pickup group, and believe it or not, people are actually nice to you. It's such a nice game. And help out! That's probably my most non-space game played this year as well. Uh, I took a break from Lord of the Rings Online to try it back in June, and I've put in well over 100 hours into it already. It's a game that people like so much that you can't buy anymore because the servers are dead. Oh, my God. You can't buy it, and they they stopped the free trials because it's just... There there is no free trial. Right now. I mean, they're going to bring it back, folks. Don't you worry. They're going to bring it back once things stabilize, but... They had to stop sale of the game because it was just too, (laughs) the servers was just getting too slammed. It was too popular. (laughs) Everyone and their mother was trying to log in. And, um, yeah. To be fair, last Sunday night, it only took us about five, 10 minutes to get in as opposed to the previous Sunday night, which took an hour. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen, Jack. Uh, yeah, like the those first few days after Endwalker came out, if you weren't getting a two thousand two era, you were like, "Oh, I'm six thousandth in the queue." Okay, I guess I'm not playing this this week. <laughs> My God. Um, um, but if you bunch out, you don't lose your place in the queue if you come right back in. At the very least, yeah. I would say, so yeah, that was my most uh, non-played space game. Probably my most played space game, probably Rebel Galaxy Outlaw, honestly. Respectable choice. I kept going back to it because I just wanted to murder people. And, and, And there are a few games that have space murder better than, better than Rebel Galaxy Outlaw. Uh it's just such a delight to just jump in and do some random missions and, you know, get some great music and, and murder some it pilots. The, it's the only game in the universe in which you can play as my namesake as the ship <laughs> and murder stuff. And it's horrible now, too, because it's on Switch. Yeah, that's true. I wish it was on sale on Switch, but it's not. I would have I would have picked it up if it was on sale, but it isn't yet. Um, I'm playing the Switch more and more these days. Now that Bloody Rally Show has come out for it, I'm like, that was my window into playing the Switch more. Um, so yeah, I, I want to get it on Switch, but it, I need to get it on sale. 
I will at some point. Because I hear it's just as pretty much just as good on the Switch as it is on the PC, which is a feat. Um, really impressive. But yeah, uh, like there are two drawbacks to that, though. Unfortunately, yeah. The, the first one is you don't have the paint tool. Okay, sure. The second is that you can't remap controls, and that's that's Oof. true of all console versions. Oh, that's not great. I think that's just inherent to the way that the console ports were. And the paint tool was obvious because, well, they literally put in a full, uh, full paint tool into the game and it's amazing, uh, but it's only on PC. Right. Well, that makes sense. Hopefully we'll get those modding tools someday for the PC version. Hopefully. Yeah, but, Still on Switch, it's one of those things like you've got what to run on Switch? Wow, way cool. I'm still amazed yeah, they got exactly. Sky I'm still amazed they got Skyrim to run on the Switch. I I I it's just And runs as smooth as a bunny's butt. Play it all the time. <laughs> I used to raise bunnies. I helped raise fourteen hundred bunnies at one point in college. Fourteen hundred? <laughs> Yeah, that's what helped put me through college undergraduate school. Gosh. Well, our last category then uh, for our show is the game that would, like, when you look back on 2021, what's the game you think of? Like, what game defined your 2021? This is kind of a nebulous question, I know, but I thought it might be a fun one. So Spaz, do you have say one game that defined your year this year? Ooh, that's a tough call, right? Uh, it's a fun. But it's I will a- say, I will <clears throat> say that uh, it's FTL. Right. I keep on returning to it because of that mod that I mentioned, and it's mainly because of that mod. Because once you've unlocked everything, you've unlocked everything. But with that mod, there's almost 200 more ships to unlock so <laughs> you can throw a few hundred hours at it and still not have unlocked everything <laughs> uh julie what about you what would you say your game of like the game you played like the game that defined your year what would that be i got one <clears throat> i had to quit playing i'll link it in the chat and you'll see why okay Yep. Uh, okay. Yeah. I used to play it all the time. And oh, when they sent, I was, because I have severe asthma, I was where I work, I was the first person sent home uh, because they said, wow, you're going to send you home or you're dropped dead. Uh, and I used to play it mobile. And uh, do you know people that died from it? And uh, now at least it's Plague Incorporated Evolved to Cure. Uh, and, uh, my understanding is they're putting money toward helping find a cure, but, yes. uh, used to play it all the time. And, uh, so there's good and bad thing about it. That's the, the only good thing about it is I've had got to work at home for two years straight. And now I'd like all my coworkers because it's my sister and two furry dogs in the back. <laughs> and, uh, but other than that, yeah, kind of that defined my year. Interesting. Um, Thorsten, what about you? Well, I 
wanted to name no game actually uh, because hmm. uh, interesting most of the most of the triple a uh, publishers did really disappointed me this year uh But I, yeah, I've got to I've got to name it uh, approaching infinity. Okay, that's it's, fair. Uh, yeah, uh, it's the same. It's the same uh, as for Spass with 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 FTL. I have so much fun with this game, uh, and it clearly defines this year for me. Yeah, and uh, just to mention, approaching infinity now has or its upcoming feature is uh, more than one planet screen. I don't know if you saw the update that I that uh, I shared about it. Um, there's there's going to be the ability to move not just when you land on on the planet and you you have that one screen you're on. You can move in some cases four or five uh, screens away from the landing point. Ah, more stuff. Yep. I thought that was just yeah. a Patreon thing. Are they gonna is he gonna add that into the game fully? I'm not sure if he's going to add it into the game fully, but just the idea of that is amazing. Yeah. Oh my god. It 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 adds like tenfold the content that it already has. Right. Like insane. And each screen, each screen can have more than one cave to yeah. so each planet can have more than one cave to go and delve into. Yeah. So if you have enough oxygen. Well, yeah. Jacob, what about you, man? Uh, a game that defined this year. Hard to say. Uh, because I've been admittedly maybe not playing playing less in the way of video games, but mostly dealing with more university. And again, I don't really stick to one game, and I've already mentioned Final Fantasy fourteen. So I think I'm going to skip as disappointing as that may sound, because there's not no. much else for me to talk no, about. That's fine. It, it could be your pick. That's fine too. Final Fantasy XIV can totally be your pick. Oh, I'll go with that then. Yeah. No, I'm not going to repeat myself about it because I've said said my bit already. It's also my pick because it it took over my life for several months. I'm now taking a break from it uh, because I'm a little burnt out, but. It took over my life for several months and uh, like a good chunk of this year was dedicated almost solely to final fantasy 14. Um, And I will get back to it at some point once I've gotten over the burnout I'm currently feeling, but yeah, that would say um, that was uh, probably my game of 2021. Now folks, we have one last category before we wrap up and that is the space game of the year. Uh, there were a, a lot of good space games this year. Quite a few good space games this year, but I had to give it to one. It's the one on the stream, Slipways. Um, if you guys haven't played Slipways, it's the distillation of the 4X genre down to a 3X puzzle game. It's explore, expand, and exploit. There's no combat at all, but you can... You have to exploit in such a way and expand in such a way that every planet gets what it needs. And it is a very challenging, elegant, amazing thing that is just really probably 
one of the most impressive games. And it was tough because if Slipways hadn't come out, it probably would have gone to Sunshine Heavy Industries because that game is amazing. But Slipways is just an amazing strategy puzzle thing that will keep you coming back because you really, even when you lose, even when you lose, it's like, okay, I get what I, why I lost. I'm going to try again and try to do better, you know? And, uh, <laughs> Oh God, I've, Oh, gee, Chris, I have so many times cut myself off from planets. I needed so many times <laughs> because like, Hey, I want that one. And that one. And, oh no. That's how that's how all my games go. It's like, hey, things are ingrained. Oh no, oh no, I messed this all up. <laughs> it's paradoxically the most interesting part of of city skylines. Oh, really? Making roadways. In a, in a way, yeah, but it's also it's, the the whole supply and demand thing. That uh, it's it's just such an amazing thing, and and I have never gotten more than like one star. I I've won by the skin of my teeth every time. And like, even then it's a satisfying win. You're like, Oh, I learned a little something. <laughs> I'll do better next time. So the space game junkie space game of the year goes to slipways because it is an, is an absolutely astounding thing that any fan of space strategy games needs to play. And I, I think it's on sale currently in the big steam sale, but Oh my God. It's so good. Uh, so that is going to do it for this week. Uh, and this year, my God, it's again, the last show of the year. So friends, we hope whatever you do for new years, um, we hope you have a very safe and happy new year celebration. May your 2022 be better than your 2021. And we're going to start the new year off with what should be a pretty fun topic. Uh, Warhammer games. We oh, that's gonna be a fun one. I know because it's like Star Trek and Star Wars games. It's so inconsistent. There are some great ones and some terrible ones and a bunch of forgettable ones. So and and and, and they just keep making. They just keep pounding these damn things out. Like oh my god. And I swear to God, if anyone <laughs> says Starcraft, I'm throwing you out the airlock. Wait, just telling you in advance. Has someone said StarCraft oh, is a no. war... Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. Has someone said StarCraft is a Warhammer game? Has someone claimed that? Uh, now, the thing is, it is, or rather it was supposed to be. What? But then GW went, hey, Blizzard, we're taking away your license. And Blizzard went, okay. And they made the game anyway with the numbers with the, uh, with the numbers filed on. Really? Yeah. 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 StarCraft oh, was supposed to be a Warhammer game. Originally, yeah. I did not know that. My God. And uh, the Games Workshop will die mad about it, I think, <laughs> I presume. Yeah, we'll try not to talk about the problematic nature of Games Workshop themselves, um, <laughs> but only the games, because Warhammer, however you slice it, has a long history throughout gaming's pretty much entire DNA. And so... And so we've never done a show about it, surprisingly. Yeah, the Warhammer games are like the like the early Ataris, which I feel like we should actually mention. Deals. Okay, that's for next week. Like, let's carry on. <laughs> that's a that's a great way to look at it. We can do that next week. So, friends, have a happy New Year, uh, however you celebrate. 
and uh, be safe, be well. And from all of us to all of you, have a great 2022, and we'll see you back here in 2020. That's a weird thing to say. Like 2022 is just days away. And it's like, ah, that sounds so weird. Like where are, where are our jetpacks? Um, and if you say yeah, out it? loud, it sounds like last year. Uh, it's 2022. <laughs> no. Electric <boogaloo>. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't 2022 like the year where like Blade Runner and stuff takes place? That's uh, 20 green. No, it's yes. Swan green Swan takes place. Green. Yeah. Swan green is 2022. Blade Runner is 2019. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's it's not we're living so that's, people. We're living in the future. And the so, future so that's is how, terrible. So that's how it feels being the people in like being the people in like 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 uh, looking back at uh, old cypher is going like in the distant future of nineteen ninety-two, <laughs> humanity has conquered the stars. <laughs> Every year after twenty twenty one is just all science fiction. Uh, it really, really it sure as hell feels like fiction. Well, I'm honestly glad we got smartphones and not flying cars because smartphones are a lot safer than flying cars. <laughs> I feel like flying cars don't do uh, don't do well with DUIs. Uh, I just don't think you should give people a third dimension. They're bad enough with two of them. So you know, like- fact. <laughs> <laughs> All right, friends, we will see you next week. Have a safe and great week, and we'll see you in 2022. That sounds so, that's so weird to say. Bye-bye, y'all.